Coming up on this week's episode of the EV Resource Podcast, Karma unveils their eFlex platform. The global quarantine gives us a glimpse into what air quality would be like in an all-EV world. Fiat Chrysler have some big plans to electrify the Jeep brand. And we get an inside look at the Tesla Model Y breakdown with Sandy Monroe. Hello and welcome to the EV Resource Podcast. I'm Zach Hurst and each week I bring you the latest EV news, information, and answer your questions about electric vehicles. Thank you so much to Titan Auto and Tire for their support for this podcast. Uh, Titan is one of the very few shops in Virginia that are qualified to work on hybrids and EVs. And from hybrids to Hummers, they fix everything. For those of you watching the YouTube video of this versus just listening to the audio uh, podcast, you will notice, of course, that this week I am recording here from my car. Uh, the reason for this is actually really unfortunate. My good friend Kevin, who is the owner of the studio space that I use on a regular basis, Kevin this week was diagnosed with the coronavirus and is currently in the ICU here in a local hospital. So before we really get into everything today, I do want to ask all of you for your thoughts or if you feel so inclined, your prayers for a speedy recovery for Kevin that he gets back up and uh, gets back to a healthy, normal condition as quickly as possible. Uh, in the meantime, chances are I will be recording from the car, uh, def well, obviously this week, but uh, most likely next week, and uh, I don't know what the future holds, so maybe the week after that, but uh, bear with me if the audio quality isn't quite the same, um, or certainly the video is not of me sitting behind a microphone. I mean, that might not matter for you, who knows. Um, but uh, let's, let's move on to the news. Karma on Monday unveiled their eFlex extended range EV platform. Now this is something that I am super excited when I heard this announcement because uh, really two reasons. The first being that unlike some of the other platforms that EV manufacturers are making to sell to other auto manufacturers, Karma is planning an extreme flexibility with this platform. Uh, they're saying that it can be used for as many as 22 different configurations of vehicles. Uh, and that's a wide range from uh, extended range EV pickup trucks to supercars to sedans, coupes, um, across the board in both battery electric pure EV form as well as something that they actually are really good at, an extended range EV platform. Now their current model, their Rivero GT sedan, already uses the extended range EV platform of the eFlex. So this is not something that they're announcing plans for the future, they're already doing it. Uh, if you're not familiar with the Rivero GT, it is a four-door, sporty-looking car that is an extended-range EV, or basically it's got your battery, it has dual EV motors in the back, and up front, it's using a three-cylinder turbocharged BMW 
engine to keep the battery charged, have a little bit more performance. Um, and that's where the extended range comes from. Now, what's really exciting about this is that Karma is not planning on keeping this to themselves. They are looking to sell this platform to other auto manufacturers, which is great because it helps spread the cost of the research and development on something like this um, across the, the board to a lot of different uh, players in the EV space. And there are a lot of auto manufacturers that might not have put in the investment and the time to develop their own platform. So this makes it easy. They can just go to Karma and build whatever vehicle they want on top of this eFlex platform. Now, with all of the loss of life, the health effects, and certainly the financial fallout that is current, as well as you know going to happen over coming months, uh, I've seen some reports that uh, the financial fallout from all of the coronavirus mess will last potentially years. Um, it's definitely hard right now to look at the silver lining, uh, look at the, the positive side of things. But one thing that is becoming quite literally very clear is uh, the air that we breathe, uh, mostly in cities, of course, People aren't driving right now, so they're not burning all of this gasoline and diesel in their cars, and it's having a dramatic impact on air quality that can be seen from space. In an effort to track the specific impacts of how, how much less pollution we're creating right now, Earther is a company that actually put together an interactive map that you can use to explore the changes in air pollution, not just, of course, here in the US, but also globally. This map, and I'll put a link to it in the show notes because you definitely wanna check this out if you've got, well, of course, you probably do have a little bit of time to do so. Um, the map runs on a Google Earth engine, so it's something that we're familiar with. Um, and then it uses data that's collected by the European Space Agency's Sentinel-5P satellite, which circles the Earth, capturing various types of data. And in this case, it's using four snapshots of data from December of last year, 2019, through March 20th of this year. And it's showing uh, the amount of nitrogen dioxide, or NOx, in the atmosphere, which is um, definitely something that's not naturally occurring. So it's a very good representation of human activity. Um, so take a look at this map uh, if you get a chance, when you get a chance. It is fascinating to see, especially in the major metropolitan areas, just how much the air quality has improved because we're not driving around all of these fossil fuel burning, dirty uh, combustion vehicles. And it's really a good glimpse at what the world could be like if we were all driving EVs. If you're the type of person that wants to go green while also going off-road, then it looks like Jeep is going to be the brand that will fit your desires best. Uh, recently, Jeep's global president, Christian Munier, 
I think I'm saying his name right, uh, sat down with Autocar and talked about the plans that Jeep has for working towards uh, a a goal that honestly is quite ambitious. They say that they want to be the greenest, most sustainable SUV company that there is. Now, it has been almost two years since Fiat Chrysler announced their original electrification plans for the coming years up to 2022. Um, and actually, that, I think, is a very, very ambitious timeline. I would be not surprised if that gets extended. Uh, but they would have plans for four fully electric Jeep models along with 10 plug-in hybrids all to happen between now or really last year or so and 2022. Um, I do say last year because they have shown us three different plug-in hybrid models, the Renegade, the Compass, and then uh, most recently the Wrangler uh, at CES. But they haven't shown any fully electric versions yet. But that didn't stop Meunier from really getting excited about electrification plans Uh, especially when he talked about the Wrangler Rubicon being either full electric or plug-in hybrid, saying that it's a car that will do 0 to 60 in 6 seconds, potentially. Uh, So you're going to get acceleration that you'd never get with an engine in that vehicle, uh, which is certainly true. 6 seconds for a Jeep is quick. It's not as fast as a lot of other EVs out there, but it's a Jeep. And he goes on to say that it will be the most capable Jeep ever. And I think that's certainly true considering what people use Jeeps for. Uh, Aside from just driving on the road when you're going off-roading or rock climbing or mudding or anything else, having immediately available instant response torque, that low-end power, is going to be exceptionally useful in a lot of those situations. So it definitely seems like there's a lot of enthusiasm at Jeep to move the company towards uh, full electrification. Now, certainly that doesn't mean that they're going to produce a lot of them. But the fact that they're talking about this at all, I think, is something that gives, well, gives me anyway, a lot of hope. So I'm losing daylight here, um, <laughs> which is kind of kind of not something I'm used to in the studio where the lighting just stays static. Uh, so I'm actually going to cut things a little short. Um, the last bit of news I wanted to bring you was related to Sandy Monroe and Monroe Associates. He has bought a Tesla Model Y. And what Monroe Associates do, they take vehicles and they break them down and they look at the manufacturing of the car and how it's built and give tips, pointers, suggestions on ways to improve, which it seems like Tesla has taken some of that advice for the manufacturing of the Model Y. Sandy Monroe was very impressed so far with what he's seen. Now, he has a lot of videos to create yet because he's going to tear down the Model Y all the way down to the very last bolt. Uh, and he hasn't gotten there yet. So the few videos that are out there, uh, the car is basically still intact. But some of the things that are of note that he was really impressed with related to the low voltage wiring that Tesla has uh, or the way they have prepared it. Uh, One thing that they're using is with a quick connect 
And Sandy said that he doesn't really see that in auto manufacturing because it is a more expensive process. But what it does is it helps prevent water from getting inside the wiring and causing corrosion or um, causing electrical problems. So by using Quick Connects, Tesla is really pushing to ensure that they're not going to have electrical issues with the car. And the other thing is that the wiring was actually wrapped with a plastic corrugation that uh, Sandy Monroe said he never sees that done. That most of the time manufacturers will um, do like a striping with electrical tape um, or some other way of keeping the wiring together but that rarely do they ever completely wrap the wiring to protect it. So I will let you watch the videos that Sandy's produced so far. I won't get into a whole lot of details because I'm running out of time with with the lighting here, Um, but also because I I don't want to spoil it. There's a lot of really cool things in there and some things that Tesla could definitely improve upon as well. Um, So if you're into that, Uh, kind of thing. If you want to know more about the Model Y in terms of how it's built, definitely recommend you get over to Sandy Monroe and Monroe Associates YouTube channel and check out what they're doing. One last thing before we end everything, I wanted to let you guys know that we do have the second edition of the EV Resource Digital Magazine being published All you need to do is go to the webpage, ev-resource.com, go to the monthly magazine section. You can subscribe, and it will be sent to your email. And this month's edition, actually, I think you'll really like. We go through busting some EV myths, uh, get into seven things that people should do before buying an EV, things to consider. And then I finally have gotten around to writing my review of the Chevy Spark EV, which of course is what I'm sitting in. Okay, so that is all I'm going to have for you this week. Uh, Thank you very much for for watching or listening. Uh, Feel free to leave your comments or any kind of feedback. Reach out via email. That is hello at ev-resource.com. Of course, you can always leave a comment here on the YouTube channel. And if you want to listen to any of the previous shows, you can find them on the webpage, ev-resource.com, under the podcast section. So I actually post every single video there, or you can go to YouTube. Any reviews that you can give on Apple Podcasts would be very appreciated. What that does is it helps other people find the podcast, so it's a way of almost uh, sharing the podcast without actively sharing the podcast. But I invite you to do that as well if you like what you're listening to or you like what you're watching and you want to share that with people that you think would enjoy it as well, please do. Um, Come say hi on social media. We've got Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. And so thank you very much for being with me and I'll see you next week.